Welcome to the band, though. We trapping out right now. Word. Right now. Right now. Welcome to the bando. Trap, trap, trap. Heyo. All right, so how was everyone's week? Long. I second that. Long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yep. week, but it was great. Like, I had an interesting week. Yeah, tell us about it. I had it. a lot of crazy shit happen to me this week, but just in general, okay? One, this area I moved into, I realized I moved downtown, mm-hmm. but I still go elsewhere to like shop. Okay. So like I still go like out to Orchards and Cascade Park and shit like that to shop. Like I go to that to that Fred Meyer up there on Chagua and I go like like I go far to do my shopping. Why? I don't know. But I learned why this week. <laughs> okay. okay. Because okay. this week I was like, you know what? I should just start getting, because all the same stores are down here. Yeah, they're close, yeah. I just don't go to them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try out going to the stores around here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I noticed immediately there's a difference between, like, stores in inner city or, like, I want to say urban. I don't want to say ghetto. Just, let's say, more urban no, areas. Let's say, no, let's say downtown, bro. That's it's not like, downtown because it's ghetto, like, okay? But that's in the Walmart down, down here, they got the fucking laundry detergent under lock and key. That's every downtown. They do up in Salmon Creek, too. Oh, my and that's, God! And that's, like, not... Those are like that. That's, that's like that's, that's like those a nice popping uh, 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 tripods and all that yeah. shit. I'm not it. used to that shit. The, wait, the Fred Meyer on uh, or the, the Fred Meyer on Chocolate Dog nothing under lock and key. The Walmart up here on Mill Plain, there ain't nothing under lock and key. Like really? everything is just out. You could go grab what you want and go up to. Hey, hey don't worry. Not, hey, don't worry. I'm not bro, used look, to like look. having to press a button and wait for somebody to come to get me some time. Yo, like, people. <laughs> In a second, it's gonna change because I'm watching those um, that little center up there. On what, 192nd? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a nice area, too. Yeah, but That's it, the one you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way different. I thought you were talking about the one right by uh, Check Law. Even that one? No. They don't have anything locked up. No, they do. No, 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 no. They about to. They about to. They got only alcohol locked up there. Yeah. They don't got nothing else locked up there. Mm. Like, really? I'm not used to walking in look, stores look, look. where everything... First of all, the IG products, the soap, like, 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 come on. It's just fucked up that I, I, like, like, I, like, told my girl that somebody was finna steal. I was like, yo, watch this dude. Watch this dude. (laughs) He fucking stole shoes, bro. I knew it was finna happen. I was telling her he was the clearest, like, like, he was looking like, like, yeah. Like, just looking obvious, but I'm like. People do not realize how obvious they are. Yeah. Like. I mean, but the whole store didn't notice him. Like, the dude walked out, like, the lady them, nobody noticed him until the. Do, 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 do goes off. I bet LP was watching him. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, mean, I said, they might he, not have been able to catch him, but they were sure watching him. They were probably watching him, but they didn't. Look, obviously, man, they didn't. They see. did like this, bro. I, I was seeing, I, like, you know, me, I kind of look everybody up from, you know, toe up. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So then I'm like, well, I'm noticing, like, this dude on some dirty ass shoes. So I'm like, looking. And, I was, and then he did the classic walk through the aisles. Look left, look right. I'll just do for him to steal some shoes. Look, look. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, look at this dude. He put to steal some shoes, right? Shit you not. He goes, dudes, uh, act like he's... Because, you know, Fred Meyer, they got the... 
pairs right there and shit where you could just try them on both shoes you know left yeah. and right so then he just tried them on put on the new shoes put the old ones in a box walked away I was like, oh. that literally happens probably once a day at Kohl's I mean like yeah. it's so get... freaking annoying but I can see people stealing shoes and shit like yeah. why the fuck is people stealing Tide and because do you don't remember products? the Tide the Tide challenge yeah, when the little teenagers were bullshit. eating Tide that's Pods some that's, that's, some bullshit. that's why those shit. got locked up yeah. That's why those got locked up because teenagers but, were going but, in there buying like, that shit and then like, eating That's it. what I was trying to tell you, bro. Like, like these like up and comers, they challenges is on some whole other shit. Like, well, like hair like, products and shit. Like, yeah, like, 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 bro, they be doing like some the whole other shit. Like, people be stealing some random shit. <laughs> oh my god, bro, people, people steal so just to steal. That was yeah. just. It, it was just to me, like I said, I'm not used to going in stores where everything is under lock and key and you gotta push the button again. So yeah. you might as well just have like an assistant with you when you walk in the store <laughs> so that anytime you wanna pick something up, cause that's like, okay, I ran in the store to get laundry detergent. I went to get um, like Mr. Clean cleaner for, for my house. And I went to get like the the um, the, the, the shea butter hair, hair grease for my daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, all that shit is under lock and key. So like I went to the one I had to press the button, wait for the dude. And then he comes over, I'm like, damn, it's like that, y'all gotta have all these. He's like, yeah, it's that bad. And he's telling me incidents of people stealing. I was like, fuck. Okay, yeah. he leaves. And I go to the next aisle, oh shit, I gotta press the button again. <laughs> There's a different dude that comes wait, this time. Which one did like, you go to? Look. The one right down here on Grand and and Fourth Plain. Bro, last oh. Walmart I was at, the dude tried to yeah. bang on me for that shit, bro. I like like I had to, I had to, like low key kind of go in on him. He like, oh you know if you just press the button, someone would come. I was like, bro, but you standing like right here. <laughs> like like why why press the button and go get Susan or somebody back there or something, bro? When your ass is standing right here, like I like I did just like this, bro. I was like, damn. I need this shit. It's in a little lockup thing. Oh, I'm about to press the button. I look. I just walked. Watched a Walmart employee just like directly walk past. He oh, saw shit. you about to press the button. I'm like, Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Hey, bro, can you do me a favor? Can you open this up." He's like, "You don't have to press the button. Someone will come." Bro, don't you got the same fucking keys that everybody else got? Can't you open this shit, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, come on. And he came over there. And was like. Open the shit, gave me what I needed, and like, well, now I gotta like ring you up. Well, fine, let's let's do this, bro. That's like, fucking great. Yeah, like, yeah. cool, yeah, like, fucking like, you think I was like, you know, like, what? What if he would have turned around and be like, nigga, you see me trying to get the fuck out of here? I, I would respond like, oh my bad, player. I didn't know it was, uh, this shit was over. See, you get an example of people should be straight up, man. You could have been hundred. You could have been like, oh, well, I'm like, I didn't know your shit was over, bro. Da da da. I'm like, oh, I'll press the button. I got you. I'll press the button. You could have said it like that, like, oh man, I'm about to be on my way out of here, man. You know, if you press the button, you da da da. But you said it in a sense like you still standing like, right there, like. Oh, like, like you could already have like this you working and you just ain't shit. feel like doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you standing right here like, bro, we wasting time. Like, I'm gonna press this button. You gonna walk away? The time you spend walking away, motherfucker, just do. When you walking door. away, they gonna call you on your radio, and you got to turn around and come back. Just open the door, <laughs> man. Yeah, like come on, bro. Like stop playing. They gonna they gonna call somebody with a speaker nearest, and then it's gonna be your ass. See, I will say one thing I do like at the Safeway up uh, like on in Salmon Creek is like 
for like they have like infant formulas and stuff like that that you have to buy like separately or like the Tide Pods or whatever. But they just have like a little coupon hanging. Oh, and you take on, the you tag, take the up, tag to the up to the front, and then when you I don't give a fuck. All that shit is extra. And then I they just like, have to bring it to you from right there, I and feel you don't like have to wait for a person. We should live in a society where any of that is necessary. People, my Stop people, stealing shit. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> don't eat what you're not supposed to eat, and don't steal shit. People oh are the worst nowadays, bro. Bro, I'll work this. Let me explain something to, to anybody who's listening who might have stole any of these kinds of products. I mean, that's just theft. You going to jail for the same charge. That's what I was... That, <laughs> like, that, like, stop. Bro. There's a dollar amount attached to it. So, yeah. so just, just if you're going to steal, make it worth it. Like, that if you steal a Tide Pod or if you steal an MP3 player... That's about the same crime because it's like it's the same. Charge. You gotta get over a dollar amount before you get a different charge. So make it worth it. Don't get <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You gonna get charged like you stole four hundred dollars, whether you stole four hundred dollars or not, because five hundred dollars is when you get charged with a felony. So, <laughs> Look at this. Like, I'm sitting here wondering. I'm like, yo, these people is going down for the five dollar shirt. Did you really just come in here with your kid, walk around the store, and then teach your kid how to stuff the baby diaper bag with clothes? <laughs> like, it's yes, like, that's is that, is that like, is that how you taught you? And you looking at yourself like you somebody respectable right now? Like, you about to get charged save as if you robbed bro. the store. Bro. <laughs> for your $20 worth of shirts. Stop it. Stop bro, it. I seen it all, man. I'm telling you, like, like the one with the baby in the diaper bag, bro, hurt my heart. Like, ah, oh, damn, you got the, you got, you teaching your kid already stealing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You like, oh, like here, open the bag. Like, you stuffing the bag with the. I'm like, man. Yo, you know what else this week? What else this week? Um, I found out that I might be a party pooper. <laughs> and that's that's that that. Okay, I'm in like a Facebook group with other massage therapists. <laughs> okay. Okay, and they was talking about like pulling pranks on each other in the spa. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want none of that. No, don't I don't do play that, that shit. Like, don't, don't, don't prank me. me. No. Like, she was talking about she jump out and scare somebody. Okay, if you jump out and scare me, you might get punched in the face. <laughs> like, that might, you might get hooked off on. And that's not even, like, I'm not Perfectly. trying to threaten you. I'm not trying to say I'm that tough. What I'm saying is my That's initial my reaction might be to swing on you <laughs> if I get scared. So, if you just like, like, pranks, and it's not even like, I'm not trying to be a party boo, it's just that my instincts don't allow for pranks. So don't, don't prank me. You're going to get what you didn't expect. That's like, remember they used to have all those prank videos and shit? That seems like, funny. It, it, it's funny, but I look at the shit like, like, like they had the prank where the dude was taking people, snatching people's cell phone out of their hand. Like, my nigga, there's no scenario where you get to give that back and be like, it's a prank. Once you snatch it out of my hand, we enemies, and I'm trying to kill you. Right there. Bro. Right there. There's no Bro. point where you can turn around and be like, oh, you know, I was like, joking. See, no, I'm still fucking you. I, I would get when I do the pranks that whenever they get, like, actually want to, like, touch people or say shit that's disrespectful. Like, I was showing my brother this video right now, bro, and over in Oakland where this dude was going, he was going up to people. He was like, we in the hood, and we asking people if they looking for something. And you know... When you in the hood, you ask me, nigga, what you looking for, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? What up? Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you like, you yeah. enticing violence is what you're doing, right? So, so homie just running around playing around, bro. And just, oh, what you looking for? What you looking for? 
he hit the right person at home. He jumped out the car before he had a chance and just dumped it. Dumped the whole clip. Exactly. Dumped the whole clip when they yelling, bro, it's a prank, bro, it's a prank. Like, nah, bro, see you out here playing. No, I'm already dumped Not every, yeah. You said Not everybody's like, playing, no, bro. Not everybody's playing like that. Well, so you got to not a prank. So. To me, yeah. don't, don't break the physical contact rule and don't do some disrespectful shit yeah. that somebody like, can say yeah you can pull that's funny yeah and nobody gets harmed like everybody can laugh like they can be like haha you got me but not if you, like if you cross the line that yeah. I would have fucked you up for to me that's not a prank that's yeah. you testing the scene if yep. you can get away with some yep. shit yeah. like so I'm gonna fuck you up either way <laughs> because cause I don't play that shit like no I don't I don't don't play games with me Cause I will fuck you up. Like, no. I've seen some funny pranks, but I've seen some ones like, bro, this dude is asking to get fucked up. No, like, yeah, it's like that. It's like, yeah, we, yeah, we're joking, but we all know, like, I like to joke too. But as a joker, you know that there's always a chance that you could go too far with the wrong yeah. person. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like you know that you're like, yo, you be joking, you're like, hey. Ah, this motherfucker right here. Now they want to fight or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because you didn't joke with them the right way or whatever. You didn't That's hit like, their I give you two examples of pranks, okay? One prank, all right? Massage therapists do to each other. They'll hide each other's lotion bottles. Okay, no. so you'd be about to go into an appointment and you can't find your lotion. No massage therapist has only one lotion bottle. You always got a backup. The backup is usually what you don't prefer. So you just got to use some substandard shit in your next massage and you're like, fuck, I'm gonna get so-and-so when, when I come out because I know they hit my bottle. Okay? That's the kind of prank I can laugh with you about. Ha ha, nigga, you made me use lotion instead of coconut oil. That's 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 a, that's a funny joke. That's okay? not funny to me. I'd be like, no, where's my shit? Like, I am, I'm busy, I need my shit, I'm trying to go to work. Like, no. If I gotta deal with a prank, I can deal with that. But okay, that's like when I was in the military. Niggas would fall asleep and then you get some nigga to take a picture with his dick next to your head and then everybody laughing at you now this is before social media so it's not like anybody was posting it yeah but it would be the whole barracks knew joey took a picture with his dick next to your head and everybody laughing about it see i'm killing you behind that shit <laughs> like this no, like, like, joey's gonna see, die and for that that's shit. funnier to me <laughs> like, because like that the, there's no like no harm. There's no nigga, you put your dick near my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's harm. That's well, harm. That's you harm. harmed me by doing I guess. that. I'm fucking you up. That's Period. Harm. Like, okay, you can hide my lotion bottle because you know I got look, another look, look. one. This is here going to thing. <laughs> if you knew it wasn't disrespectful, why did you have to wait till I was asleep to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't you do it while I was Like, because you knew what's up. Like, yeah, they, what, about, like, what about, like, people that draw on people when they That shit is funny. That shit is funny. Depending and, on what they draw? No, that's funny because my daughters used to do that shit nah. to me all the time. I fall okay. asleep and they, they funny. put makeup they, on they, me they, or some shit like that. Um, they want to get like, I, I think it's funny because like they not like really like doing nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you do a prank where you simulating doing something where you intended to harm me, like to me, I'm always take that serious. If, if you point a gun at me and you don't intend to shoot me, then you should have because yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you behind that shit. So like like don't do no prank where you pretending to hurt me or like no no yeah, that's yeah, not, yeah. That's don't not, don't fuck oh me. I just wanted to scare you no nigga that's what happens when I'm scared I try to kill shit yeah, like, yeah. I did I did one I prank to, that I try to eliminate the threat I did one prank on an ex boyfriend of mine that. It was kind of a little bit of all of the things that we're talking about. Like, it was testing, testing it a little bit, but also I didn't really care. So, like, we were dating and he was like, if you ever get a tattoo, then, like, it's over. And right. I was like, first of all, how are you going to tell me what I can do with my body and what I can't? So, fuck off. But, 
Um, so for like April Fool's Day, whatever, I had gone with my girlfriends like on a girls weekend or whatever. And I, you know, those 50 cent tattoo, like press on tattoos, oh, yeah. like they're, they're good size, yeah. you know? So I got one and it was like this cute little seahorse and I put it on my ankle and I came home and I was like, look, and he was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, it's my new tattoo. I got it at my girls weekend. And they're, he's like, uh, you really did that? And I was like, yeah. He's like, so remember what I told you though? And I was like. I was like, wow, okay, cool. And, like, I was kind of done with him anyways, but he was, like, about to break up with me. I was like, okay, first of all, it's fake, so chill out. And second of all, wow, you're really that guy. Okay, cool, now I know. See, that, that, but, that was a fact-finding mission. See, that no, was a no, prank. No, that was no, a fact-finding mission. No, but here's where, here's where I pushed it farther, because I, I really was just teasing him, but... Because I didn't think that he would even believe me that it was real. Because those things don't look real. But then he was like, I don't, I don't believe you that it's fake. And I was like, it's fucking fake. I paid 50 cents for it. And he's like, I saw your tattoo cream. And I was like, I'm sorry, you saw my what now? And he was like, I looked at your makeup bag and I saw your tattoo cream. I was like, oh, you mean this little bottle of fucking foundation? Okay, yeah. Or not foundation. It was like a... Um, base cream thing. Ah, okay. And I was like, oh, okay. So then just to play into it, I kept putting it on it just to, just to like fuck with him <laughs> for like a week. I used to mess with my sister when she went to sleep, bro. We used to fuck with her, me and my brother. <laughs> I used to do shit like put hot sauce around her lips, bro. Do you know what hot sauce oh, dry up is? Oh, Like she'll wake up like, my mouth is burning, my mouth is burning. <laughs> like all types of different shit, bro. Like, you know, do the little, do the little tickle your, your face. Yeah, tickle your face, make you slap yourself with, your, with all this shit in your head. Oh, shaving cream. Yep, all yeah. that shit. Toothpaste, all that. Once you get grown, it's not cool no more. No. Nah, nobody want to be messed with when they grow. Like, hey, like, that's a kid's game. That's a kid's game. Well, um, today we're going to follow up the best episode ever with... <laughs> With another great fucking episode. Yes. We got a what would you do situation that involves a messy divorce and a kid that needed to hear the truth. Oh. Or maybe he didn't need to hear the truth. I guess that's what we're going to discuss. Okay. Um, then we got a freestyle topic. We're going to figure out what it is on the go. Oh, good. Uh, this is probably going to be the first time ever that we making it up on the fly for a topic, but I, is that a thing because we did it on purpose? Like, it's not uh, like we did it because we're not ready. It's we like a, it it's like we, a scheduled impromptu. Speech. Yeah, it's like a scheduled impromptu segment. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And then also in current events, we got two very interesting current event stories. One about a dude that was stuck on a fucking tanker ship for four fucking years. Four years. Four. How's that even possible? Bro. And then this other silly motherfucker all the fish evaded child support for six years by using fake DNA. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're gonna find out how those situations went down. We're gonna get into our topics. It's the bando. Let's go. Trap, trap, trap. This dad has been divorced from his kid's mom for several years. Let's say five years. Okay. Okay. 
How old are the kids? Um, his eldest is 16. So 10-ish when they got divorced? Yeah, so, okay. so he's like 10 or 11 when they got divorced. Okay. Um, his eldest son, oh, actually it's seven years they've been divorced. Okay. It's, it's exactly seven years. Okay, so he, so he said his eldest son is 16 and he's been divorced from his mom for seven years. Okay. Okay. So nine, ten years old when they got divorced. Got it. Now, they agreed that the kids didn't need to know at the time why they were getting divorced. Okay. Okay. Now, his ex is planning on getting remarried after seven years. She okay. found somebody and they're together and she's getting remarried. Got it. And seven years later. Okay, and his son asked him if he was sad. Okay. So now his 16-year-old son asked him, are, are you sad that mom is getting married? That's, okay. That's sweet And of he son. said he couldn't care less. He told his son. Okay. He then admitted to his son how he was feeling about his ex now. He said he had no more feelings for his mother. Sure. Um, he made a remark that his son made a remark to him that he could understand why she divorced him because he was obviously, obviously he didn't care. Oh, okay. So his son is telling him, oh, look, I can see why mom divorced you if this is how you feel. Okay. Okay. Kinda, so he corrected kinda, kinda his kinda son. Low, but all right. He then corrected his son mm. in their exchange. And he says to him, I divorced her. <clears throat> okay. And that's what led to him telling his son what happened in the marriage. From his perspective, okay. What happened in his in his in the marriage from his perspective. Okay, that created a conversation where he told him the truth because clearly he had the wrong impression. This is this is his words. He's what what how he felt. Um, he felt that his son had the wrong impression, so he had to he had to tell him what the truth was. And he told him, the truth is that your mom cheated on me, and so I divorced her. Okay. Okay. So now, He tells his son that he divorced mom because she cheated. Alright. Also that the seven-year-old little sibling oh, no. is a product of that cheating. And they all thought this whole time that this guy was her dad. Yeah, but well he always the thought seven. they had the same dad. Okay. Does the, does the seven-year-old know that they are the product of... Well, I don't know, but obviously now since older brother knows... The seven-year-old. Well, now, though. yeah. So, it doesn't say whether this. I mean, I would assume. Seven-year-old is a boy. Okay. Um, I'm so, assuming the seven-year-old just assumed that he also was his dad. 
Yeah. So this okay. all this time the seven year old is thinking and the sixteen year old is mm. thinking that this is they they both have the same dad and this is it. So in this exchange, this sixteen year old finds out his mother cheated on his father. That's a lot. Finds out his little brother is his half brother. And just do you think the dad should have just just outed him like that? Because the son ended up going to his mom and asking her. Okay. Is there, hold on, is there, was there a DNA test <coughs> stating that the seven-year-old was indeed not his kid? Or was it just a speculation of like, oh. No, they know that's not his kid. Okay. They know. All right, all right, kid. just, that's, check, that's, just that's, check That's That's a known fact in the family. Known fact. That's, okay. That's, it's not his baby. Got it. <laughs> but he was still, still daddy. He's still, he's still. I raised that boy as if he is my own. Wow. Okay. So he still gets visitation with both the kids. It's not clear whether that seven-year-old's father is in the picture. Either. I would imagine not. Okay, well, so he raised, he's been raising this seven-year-old kid. But the question really is, is the dad out of line for revealing everything to the kid this way? Because it's not like it's not like he brought him in a room and sat him down and said, "Son, it's time to have a discussion about this." Yeah, I think, he did it out of a moment of yeah, anger and pettiness. I feel like that's the place he was coming from with it. And to me, I always want to judge people by their intentions, and I feel like his intention wasn't necessarily to educate his son. Yeah, and I thought it was for clarification. Okay. Well, okay, okay, hold on. The way that you explained the story was very calm and rational and just yeah. like very state like stating facts. But if the actual situation was like him and his son having an altercation, he's like, I can see why mom left you. Da 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 and he's like, You know what? Fuck that bitch. Like she cheated on me and your son your brother's not even your brother. Like if that's how it went down, that's, then, that's then, how it went down. then that's not okay. But if it was like how we were just talking about it all calmly, like, hey, yeah, we were just... No, the way you described like, it, that's, okay. that's, then, that's how it went down. Okay, then I think it was out of line. I think that that conversation needed to be a conversation that should have been had, honestly, with both parents, but whether or not they are in a place where that could happen is, you know, I don't know. But... That's how I think it should. I think that it should have gone, is that both parents should have sat down and had that conversation with them. I agree with that, but, but I also can see where the dad, where the dad <coughs> is coming from, and why he feels the way he feels. Because this is your 16-year-old son. Yeah. This is a young man who's soon to be a grown man in just a couple of years. Okay. And you don't want your adult son who, you know what I'm saying, whatever relationship yeah. you have with him, you don't want him to go off into the world thinking that his his dad, his dad is just a cold person who doesn't love his mom and that's why they got a divorce. But the other part of this whole thing is, like, and I'm not saying that it's the one who gets cheated on's fault, but sometimes it is. What was oh, he doing shit. or not doing <laughs> in the relationship that made her wonder? I think about this like if, if slash when I have been cheated on, I'm like, what was I doing or not doing, you know, that led them astray? So yeah, and I always what, tell you, fuck that shit. Why? Because no, no, that's on your honor. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Okay, if they're not doing absolutely. something, they tell them they're not doing something. 
that part. Okay, but how many times can you tell somebody that they're not doing something or they're that you're not? Then go a separate way. Go I agree. I I don't go disagree. To. I don't disagree with you. I've always said that if you don't want to be with me anymore, or like if there's something that's not fixable here, then just let me know before you go cheating. Like that's like just be a fucking adult about it. Yeah. But it does take two in every relationship to make it work. So if she was unhappy for whatever reason, there is a possibility that he was playing into that. Okay. And like, I'm not saying that it's his fault that he got cheated on. That's not what I'm saying. But if there was more to the story and she was unhappy and he was unhappy and then blah, blah, blah. And then the the cheating was the ultimate breaking point. It's not necessarily just on her that they got divorced. Yeah, that might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but there was probably more to the story than that still. Uh, you lost me, like... I'm just saying. Yeah, okay, you I'm lost me you, a long time ago. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just saying. She lost me a long time ago because, like, that's, like, I think the ultimate, like, break of the trust that ultimately broke the whole thing. I don't feel like you can ever blame a person that's that's cheating. And I want my, I would want my son to know the truth. I probably wouldn't have did it that way. Right. <laughs> and and that's I'm not saying that he shouldn't. But have I told would want him. my kids to know the truth. Yeah. And to me, no matter what, and he if said you he breached really... that contract. You breached that contract. It's on you. Yeah. Everything that happened before that, you could say maybe it's workable, maybe it's not. Obviously, yeah. somebody had to be unhappy. If she went and cheated. Yeah. Okay? But, no matter what y'all are going through, as long as you're in that relationship, you're a team and you deal with it together. If once you bring somebody else into the equation, yeah. you breached all contracts. Which means, to me, it's on you. It is definitely on you for cheating. You got to own that personal responsibility forever. Yeah. Because, sure. that because one okay, if it. you didn't cheat, maybe you could have fixed it. If you didn't cheat, maybe y'all could have split up and still been friends. If you didn't cheat, maybe your son wouldn't have to hear this shit today. Fucking. But you put, you created the situation with your personal choice. When she chose to go out and fuck with somebody else and have a kid, she made sure that this day was going to come. Because there's yeah. no way that could happen and this day never comes. That's true. It's just what age he was going to be when he found out. So to me, you can't ever take that personal responsibility off her. So to me, this I'm not situation. taking it off of her. I'm just saying that there is still more to the story. I'm not saying that she's not at fault for cheating. I'm saying there's more still to the story. You trying to go too far, Snuff McGrath? You trying to dig? No. Too, yeah, you trying to go deep? Yeah, you trying to dig too deep in the but like we like. All right, look, look. Whatever they was going through, it don't matter because you can be like, yo, she was unhappy. He could have been just as unhappy. But whenever somebody, one person, boom, cut. All right. I, I guess. You know what I'm going? Yeah. Cause like that, cause that, like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but it still works like both. Okay, cause every action is reaction right she's unhappy because he's unhappy so then she got so unhappy that but but you were the one that went there so that's where you he's just as unhappy track. as her but he didn't go cheat yeah i think it was Make done it yeah i think it was done correctly because it was in clarification and argument regardless like you still like like whenever you come to argument make sure that you have your facts 100 percent correct before you argue something yeah especially when talking to your parent yeah. and you know what i'm going like that's uh big problem that a lot of people have yeah. is that people like oh so there's no argument now huh is don't there jump the gun. now now you're not now you're not saying shit huh 
Look at you, look at you, look at you. Because you didn't even know that's did you. So why the fuck are you over here playing with fire? Get it? You don't you don't have that. So whenever he got out of line, he just put him back in line. Like, hey, no, actually, little guy, since you want to be in dad's shoes, your mom did I this, do, this, and this. I did. Would you fuck with her? He gave him he left him to play a field. He was like, Would you fuck with her? He's like, ah, I, fuck. Hold on. I do think that it was a little bit like more like fine. Say throw the part about her cheating out, like whatever. Like in casual conversation whatever or in a fight i don't care bringing up the paternity of the younger sibling that's cold-blooded that's fucked up i like that that's like kicking him yeah no no to me me, that's not even on him like that's not that's not the 16 year old's business yet the seven year old doesn't even know that's not that's you shouldn't tell the seven the 16 year old before you tell the seven year old does that damage the kid does that damage the kid does that, like, is the kid, is he damaging this 16-year-old kid by telling, by telling him? He, damaged, he fucked up the relationship that that 16-year-old kid has with his mom, as it should have been in the beginning, so everybody should have known what the way, what it was. I don't know, to me, you, you, you know the same sayings I know from the old black church ladies. Yeah. What you do in the dark? Kind of like. <laughs> okay, so. So, like, if to me, what I'm saying, like, some shit like that shit. was going to eventually come out so do you want him to be a grown man and learn it from like uncle joe at the at the family barbecue <laughs> exactly. like you know you know you know you know you know that ain't even your brother's dad right you know you know you, you know she was fucking somebody else when, when they got divorced like I guess, like i guess to or me. like do you want to control the situation like for for me as a dad if it was my son and i was in that situation i would have had a conversation with him i probably wouldn't have just blurted it out that, like that yeah, that one I probably would have would have bit my tongue in the moment, and then later on when everybody was calm, I would have brought him to the side and, I, and we would have sat down and had a conversation yeah. because I would have wanted him to know. In the moment, I can't say I would have did it like that just because I don't ever, I always hesitate to do anything out of anger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I'm angry, that's why when I'm angry, the first thing I usually do is shut down because I don't want to take actions while I'm angry because yeah, I don't want emotions to dictate. Right. What you know what I'm saying? What I do. So a lot of yeah. times, but that's just me. It's like I said, I wouldn't handle it that way, but I'm not mad at him for the way he chose to handle it. I guess the other part of it too for me is like, what was his intention of saying? Uh-huh. Like, we all know if he was, was he angry, trying he was to educating his son on the situation? Like, um, yeah, but what was the real? behind the like yeah, was he was, feeling was he feeling like oh okay well if he's gonna treat me like this and like he should be treating his mom like that too because she was the, you know like i don't yeah, know i guess yeah. just like the where does it come from like um, is it's, it's, what's it's, your it's, actual it's what motivation? was his feeling in doing it yeah like, yeah I, I i get what you're saying because i mean but, but you got to like think educating his kid because his kid like like if you didn't like if you didn't have to reveal it you was keeping this shit sealed all the way right because he could have revealed it from years. the jump from Seven the fucking years. jump he could have yeah. just been like yo like no and this is why i ain't fucking with your mom da, da, da. so he chose to keep it concealed for this long okay i'm sure they had other other tense family yeah, moments where, where he where didn't let it, it came out. Yeah, yeah where he didn't let it spill so now at this point he's like yo after all this time, you're holding a grudge over something. So it was yeah. an education moment. Like, yo, no, I need you to know what's going on so you can, in turn, act differently. Because now you're acting a certain way because of something that you don't even know. Yeah. Because then the kid did go and ask his mom. 
mom. Exactly. And then, what happened? And, and then well, it was like, well, mom didn't lie. And feelings well, got different. Good. That is good, but does that? It's again. Does that? Does that damage that kid personally? Does that damage him personally in any way? Do you think? Um, I don't feel like it damages. I feel like it damages the relationship that he might have with his mom. That's what I think. And I think that it might strain the relationship that he has on his dad. Yeah, actually. Because at depending, that, depending. Because, because, like I said, the way that he said it, the way that it came out, it came out in a moment of emotional anger in a defensive manner yeah so to me if i was that kid i would think oh so now's the time that he fucking decided to tell me that like so he's been lying to me for seven he's been lying to me for seven yeah seven years you know about all this and da 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 when if they sat down if they sat you down had a whole conversation with you like hey now that you're old enough to understand the situation we just want you to know blah 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 is what happened no you know what i feel like it's different i got an example from from my personal life that's similar to that okay i found out that i had an older brother when i was 14 years old okay okay i met my older brother for the first time when i was 14 years old we met on a city bus Hmm. okay now when we met and had our first conversation Okay, obviously I don't believe some kid I just met on a bus that he's my brother. Yeah. I went home and talked to my family. Sure. When I talked to my mother, she was surprised that I had met him, but she knew that he existed. And this is from your dad? Yeah. Okay. I felt a kind of way about that. Absolutely. When I talked to my grandmother, when I talked to my aunts, Mm -hmm. they all knew this motherfucker existed, but they was just surprised that I met him. Yeah. So to me, I felt a kind of way towards everybody about that. Like, yo, how the fuck y'all been lying to me all this time and not telling me that this nigga's my brother? Like, we almost got in a brawl on a fucking city bus. Yeah. And fucking, and, and this is my blood, this is my blood, this is my father's son. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So I can see this kid feeling a certain way towards everybody involved in this Absolutely. situation. Absolutely. Because all this time, I didn't know. And all this time, you've been keeping this from me? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's to me, there's never an appropriate time to share that kind of information. There's never an appropriate time. So, whether you do it right now or whether you do it later, I think the older he gets, the worse it is. That part. Because, because yeah. the more he's going to feel deceived. The older okay. he gets, the more, the more deception is going to be. If you- he's 25 years old, when he finds out mom cheated on dad and that's why they got divorced and this is his little half brother and not his little full brother mm-hmm. then I feel more of a kind of way at 25 than if you would have told me when I was 14 or 13 yeah I guess the other part of that though like had it been the mom that told not the dad I feel like it would have been mm, that's interesting it would have been better for the dad because to me the dad's doing all the right things He's taking care of the kid that's not even his, that was had because of a cheating scandal and never fucking raising that banner and being like, I'm taking care of a kid that's not even mine, you know, not parading around doing all that. But then when you go out and when you're angry and you like spout it out like, that's not even my kid and I'm fucking still raising him like he's my own kid, then you sound like 
an asshole. Yeah. Right? right. So yeah. if if it had come out later and they had sat down, had a conversation, and said, you know, your brother is not even your full brother. This isn't his dad. Da 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 da. The kid would have looked at the dad a lot differently. But you don't like. Well, it says they yeah, yelled it, and they shouted. Is it like, like that is ultimately like what happened? Is he like they were having a conversation? They were having conversations. Yeah, they were having a few. Like he, he was like. That was what happened. His like, mom getting married. We getting. He's getting ready to go to his mom's wedding. He's like, like Dad, are you sad? Like this is, and, and they going back. Yeah, and like forth. so he, like, no, so he no. did. And ultimately, sat him down and had a conversation. At That's what I'm saying. That's why like, I need to know. Was it a so conversation like, that he was like, "Are you sad? No, I don't. I actually don't have any feelings towards your mom anymore." And he's like, "Well, then you're the problem." And he's like, mm, "Actually, I'm not. This is what happened." Or if he was like, you know what, you don't even care about mom, and then you're the reason that our whole family is da 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 da, and it was a whole fight. Like that's different. Those are different conversations. See, to me, it's but, not. But it's not. I mean, it, regardless, because like exactly, because you're still gonna have to get educated on a situation that you're thinking one way about. Regardless, the difference you're still is, gonna be like, the difference is, yeah, like I said, the way I would do it as opposed to the way he did. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's whether he did it in a moment of emotion or not. But to me, either way, it's gonna come out. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. We can say, but, but no, it wasn't cool to do it that way. But but it, it had to be done. It doesn't matter how he says it. It, it doesn't matter how he says it. He can say it again, raising his voice. He can say it being calm as possible when talking to the kid. It depends where the kid is at to receive. Like to that's receive the response. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the, the response. Already... He's like, I can't believe you told me something like that. It don't matter when, how he said it. When, it's like, gonna be the it's, shock. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be so like. Absolutely, but if the kid's already in a heightened emotional state, he's already then mad. he's already he's mad. Already, he's already, already in an yelling, emotional already situation. Got that emotional yeah. engine, but he's a teenager, so that emotion. Wait, bro, how many like like we're we're not gonna go with like your ten year old got that deep on your skin that you were being petty with them when you haven't been petty with them for seven years? You know how much shit kids do that you could have been like, motherfucker. That's why. That's why you fucking adopted. You get where I'm going if you're that person. So it, I don't like. I, I'm gonna eliminate that out. Maybe you keep that there, but I eliminate it out because of that. Like yeah. you see what I'm saying? You yeah. got this many years on your belt. You are somebody who keeps their composure. Yeah. You get where I'm yeah. going? Who keeps their composure? Well, like, and, and as your kids get older, like like okay, it's like I said. You start real revealing more. He's a yeah. young man. He's two years from now, more. he's an, he's legally an adult. He's 18. Hey. It's like you don't want your adult child to have to find that out so it's like he's getting to the age where he needs to know this now anyway come on bro that's what i'm saying like you like and we're having it all oh, damn we're having this conversation right now damn i guess i gotta i gotta educate you right now because like as i'm just my daughter everything like i, I try not to lie to her i try to like keep her in like i baby talks baby kiana but kiana right now like i just talk to her so she say something yeah. to me i'm just gonna respond to her right. i'm not that's something that, that's something that i did with my kids but honestly do you know how rare that is you know how rare that actually is? Like that people don't lie to their kids, you know how much I, No, I know, I know, I, I know, because that's why so many people would be like, like looking at me weird on some of the things, but I just think about how I was as a kid. Like I can only think about for myself, and this is an offspring of me. So therefore, I'm gonna treat it how I wanted to be. You know what I'm going? Exactly. Like, like, so then you can't understand this because you not this. I agree. But you get where I'm going? Like, yeah. but in, in so many- I have a question. Do you guys consider like, it lying to just not engage with a part of a conversation. 
No. Like no, because some certain your, things you don't have to go in detail too. Certain things you yeah. don't have certain to talk about. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to talk about. Okay, I was just, I was just, So that's why, that's why, like, I 100 agree. He didn't necessarily have to bring up the seven year old. Yeah. He could have just, he could have just left it at your mom cheated. That's why I left her. Yes. Like, like I don't, I, I feel like the bringing up the seven year old shows. That he was emotional about that, it. Exactly. But the only thing, but I feel like exactly. bringing up the seven-year-old shows that he was like really trying to tell this kid something because he could just be like, "Yo, your mom cheated on me," and then like, "Oh, actually, your mom's a bad guy," but not being like, "Hey, you're like, like you know, like this is not like he just giving them the old facts because this might come out. Somebody else in the family might hit you in a different way, and then you might start feeling a different way about your brother. It seems like he was just like, like I said, he was old enough that he was just telling them the shit, yeah, bro. It seemed like he was like letting them in, like, and this ain't even like, was. but this is still your brother. But yo, like, this ain't 100. percent So don't let somebody out there tell you when you be fucking mad. You hear what I'm going? He was fucking no, going in with catch up with your department. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Things as kids, like at the dinner table, when somebody like, huh, where's his real dad? That shit goes over your head. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so sometimes. you like shit yeah. like that, you don't like know. So you gotta He get, might have heard some of them jokes come before. On, come right. on. And not even know that like not even know what they're talking about, like, huh, what is that, huh? And we're right about a business. Know but other now in the family know. Exactly. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Definitely. So you know everybody knows but you. So I'm saving you from the talk That's with somebody was. else. That's with what it was else. with my brother. That's exactly what it was for me with my brother was it was like everybody else knows this mm. and for me i was feeling like i'm old enough that somebody should have been told me about this shit and if you haven't like, had a talk with your aka brother or somebody else it's gonna be way worse yeah, if I, I had to actually show. meet him and me and him sat and talked and fucking yo oh shit and this might come out on your ass or like i'd rather my parent yeah i'd rather my parent give me a heads up like that's crazy stop what an experience for you. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. Family secrets. Yep. <laughs>
just think about that in terms of what you've done during that time. So fucking just, many things. So like, many, so many things. Like, all the things that have happened during that time. <laughs> and no. like, he was on a ship that whole time. The ship's captain was out running errands on shore and Aisha was working on repairs when an Egyptian courier boarded with a letter declaring the boat would be held until its owner paid a $21,500 invoice for a three-ton anchor bought the year before. Oh, wow. Okay, so you get this? The captain is gone. <laughs> He's on the ship fixing stuff. The ship is in port. Okay, as the chief mate, he was the second in command on the ship. So oh, he okay. signed the letter. Oh, fuck no. When when they sent it, the invoice. Designating him that designated him as the legal guardian of the vessel. What? The report said. Wow. So that's like you at work and some shit came for your boss. You know, they always come to you, you yep. gotta sign for it. You don't yep. work at the front desk, you know. UPS sign like, for hey, shit all the time. There's, there's like, yeah, right, sign this, this for What's your boss. last name? And you look at it, it's not my bill, it's boss's bill. <laughs> <laughs> he signed that shit not knowing that once he signed it, the boat was his and all the debt was his. Wow. That means the fucking boss is an asshole because he left it for oh, somebody. Oh, you have no boss. idea how much of an asshole the boss is. We're going to talk Please about Please tell much us how much of an asshole is the boss. Okay. So, in November 2017, um, you just heard me say in November 2017. When did he get on the ship? In May of 2017. Okay. That was like, what, six months later? Yeah. Okay. In November 2017, Aisha called the ship's agent to leave, but a port official told him that as the ship's legal guardian, he was required to stay on board. Woo! No. No? I'd be like, uh, how am I the ship's legal guardian? Like, I'm not the fucking... Yeah, yeah, I'm not, show John not, Hancock not, right here? They can be like, yep. Yeah, yeah, like, well, you signed it. You signed it. Okay? So now, they told him he couldn't leave the ship, so now he can't leave until could he, somebody could pays he take the ship money. and leave? I guess I feel like I would have like tried to figure out a way to make money with my newfound ship that I all of a sudden have. Um, I mean, you know what? When I read the story, I started thinking that too. But it's like, okay, one, when you sail into these ports, and there's more to the story, so we'll get into that. Okay. When you sail into these ports, you have to have like certain things on your ship, which means that $21,500 bill, the ship can't leave until that's paid. Okay. They're not going to let the ship leave and he can't get off the boat. Which means, how are you going to start a business on a ship you can't move? Okay. That's what I was saying. Could he <laughs> just you like can't sail get away? But no, no you can't he couldn't just, sail away. You can't Got just it. get on that motherfucker and sail away. So, after a year on the ship, okay, are y'all sitting down? Yes. Because this One is, year. This is one year. One year. This is where it would have been over for me. And okay. Q was about to sit up. Okay. <laughs> Aisha got word in September 2018. He got on the ship in May 2017. No. So in September 2018, he got word that his mother died. No. Yeah. Dude. So while he's stuck on this ship, his mom's just passed away. Nope. 
And by August 2019, he had been left entirely alone aboard the vessel as the more than a dozen crew members called it quits one by one and went home. Wow. Now, I don't know if people are familiar with this. I wasn't until I read this stuff. Okay? This happens pretty often. Apparently, with I these container ships. They pull yeah, into it, and if you don't pay the bill, the, the crew can't even leave. Okay, now, the crew, most of the time, they're staying on the boat because they worked, and they're waiting to get paid to leave. Right. So, these guys that are leaving, the dozen or more crew members that they're talking about leaving, yeah. these guys were only there waiting. They waited a year to get paid. I... And then was like, fuck this, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So, these are the, they've been on this ship for a year, so now... After a year of being on the ship, this is almost two years he's been on this ship, August 2019, he is now the last person left. Damn. He is now the last person left on the ship. Um, Aisha told the news outlet that at night the ship was dark and silent as a grave. Creepy. The ship's agent supplied food and fuel, but as time went on, the deliveries got smaller and less frequent. Yo! Oh my god! Do you know what that means? Because you got to cut the, the shit on there have heat and all that shit. Yeah, but okay. This is... The people who own the ship are sending food and fuel, but they're not paying the bill so you can get off the fucking ship. Bro. I would be sending death threats to these people. Yeah. Like, were, no. I mean... What? What you going to do? You going to bite the only hand that got, you got left out there? You going to be like, I'm going to kill you. You're like, yeah, when your ass leave the ship that we ain't never <laughs> paying for, motherfucker. Uh, at what point does it become more expensive for them to continue to pay for your fuel and your food than for them to have just paid the fucking oh, bill oh, in oh, the beginning? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here, oh, here, here we, we go. go. Okay. okay. Aisha had no more than a few pieces of dried bread to eat some days. Oh. Okay. Um... Two different times in September 2019, Aisha radioed distress alerts claiming the ship was no longer supporting life and then took a lifeboat to shore hoping to cut through the bureaucratic red tape. The police escorted him back each time. Oh my god. Aisha even pleaded with the authorities to put him in jail but they said they couldn't because he had done nothing wrong. Noting that because Aisha was a Syrian without a proper visa, he was not allowed to enter Egypt. Oh my god. So we can't lock you up because you didn't do nothing wrong and plus you're an illegal immigrant. So you got to stay on the boat. Wow. So he keeps swimming back to shore. So he radioed distress signal. Stop radioing. Take the lifeboat back to shore. Stop radioing distress signal, first of all. Um, they Just shoot fucking... you if you don't do that. Why? Because they don't know why you're rowing a lifeboat into their port. Oh. In an area where there's a lot of terrorist activity. Oh, okay. I thought he was radioing to let He's them know He's in Egypt. That... He's not in Baltimore. Fair. I thought it was like a radio to let them know that the boat was no longer manned. So whatever happens on the boat. This is a radio to let me know. Look, I'm jumping off and I'm riding this lifeboat to shore. Don't shoot me. Help me. Got it. And the, the police would just collect him and take him back. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Bro, you stuck in a nightmare, bro. Bro, okay. somewhere else? In a four-year nightmare. And also, you stuck in a four-year nightmare. What? Absolutely. Okay, during the time that he was on this ship, the food and fuel, 
Yeah. The $21,500 went up to $121,500 because the agent that was supplying the food and fuel for <laughs> the owner of the ship wasn't getting paid either. They contacted the owner of the ship who continued to tell them that he would pay, but then never did. So this is two this is over two years in. He's trying to escape from this ship. They calling the owner. The owner's telling them they're gonna pay. The owner ain't paid for the food or the fuel. And now none of this shit is working. Okay? This is fucked up. So many levels. This is so fucked up. So now he's trapped on this ship by himself. The agent's not paying the bill. They contacted the owner. He contacted like people in his family, friends. He contacted people in the union to try to help him. He talked to the Syrian embassy, the Egyptian. Like this dude is really trying to do everything he can do to get the fuck off this boat. But it's a diplomatic situation and it's a logistical situation. It's not just that he owes the money. Yeah. It is also that he is not like if he was an Egyptian, he would have been able to get off the boat. Right. But the fact that he's not Egyptian means he can't enter the country. He has to stay on the boat. And the boat can't cuz it's only the boat that can't leave. So he he could have left and they would have just kept the boat. Mm. But yeah. the boat so he could have jumped onto somebody else's boat. I mean, if he could have gotten, maybe he should have tried to radio other boats and right. be like, "Hey, you need another crew member? I was I'll, the second chief mate yeah, on this I'll one." Yeah, I'll be your crew member, and you just gotta like, like pull up next to it. I'll just like jump, and it it'll be fine. Oh my god! Whoa! Like, that's fucking crazy. What would you do in this situation, man? Because okay, now you're like three years in. There's no power on the boat. You have no more food. Okay, they said he developed scurvy-like symptoms and was beginning to lose teeth after months of poor nutrition. Yeah, I would imagine so, if they, especially if they stopped serving him food. Okay, so, so now he's not getting food. He's, he's, the lights is out, so it's cold or whatever in this motherfucker. I'm like, I don't, know what, the, I don't know what the weather is. The like, weather, whatever, whatever the weather is in, in the Suez Canal, how does he get free? How do you get off of How do, I don't I pay the fucking money, I guess. In March 2021, a storm blew the vessel off its anchorage, causing it to run aground near the mouth of the Suez Canal, where the massive container ship got stuck and blocked the canal for nearly a week last month. Ooh. He described the storm the canal. as divine intervention. Yeah. Because as soon as the ship ran aground, he swam ashore and left the ship. Hooray! Yes! Just in time to get put back on the ship. Um, the port police called him <laughs> castaway and they told him they would not arrest him as long as he returned to the ship by Oh, sunset. for fuck's sake. <laughs> so now the police I'm telling him he's, he, could, he could come out in the daytime, but you got to go back on your ship. <laughs> well, I'm moving around in the day and I'm on the look, ship. Look, okay, man. I mean, look. That's better than what you have. That's better than what you have. You could, at least go, you could at least go get fucking groceries at least. Like, like, yeah. I would go and buy explosives and blow that fucking ship up. Well, that too. That, <laughs> that too. 
Then, I mean, that's like living now in a house Now you stay in jail because I give you a crime now. Like, they okay, give you something. Now I'm somewhere, I, at that point, I just want to be somewhere other than the fucking shit. Man, you ain't never lied, but I don't know if you want to go to a, like, like when you say Egypt, I don't know how it is in jail in Egypt. I don't know if I want to just go there, like, not knowing a language and a gun. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because I thought about maybe I want to hit the officer, but then I was like, you know, maybe just commit a crime so I could go to jail, but then I was like, oh my God. they got some different laws, bro. Okay, so from March. Until June, he lived like that. Being able to move around in the daytime, but had to go back on the ship at night. Cause the, and this is only because the police felt the police are breaking the yeah, rules. The by police are feeling bad for him. Yeah. So, so, okay, he does this for what? That's March, April, May, June. Three months of doing this, right? Ultimately, Aisha was freed after International Transport Workers Federation offered to have one of its union representatives in Egypt take Mr. Aisha's place and become the legal guardian of the vessel. So they could have fucking did that the whole time. <laughs> they could have did that the whole fucking time. Bro, I'm going up to my job, a place of employment, I'm smoking everybody, bro. <laughs> That's how office shooters is created. Y'all made me miss, like, wow. y'all made me miss my mom's funeral. Y'all made me do four years of hard time on the ship. Bro, y'all could have just signed it over to somebody, like, so, bro, I'm going in there wild wait, now, bro. Wait, so wait, hold I'm on, hold on, out. hold on. Does that person who signed over the legal guardianship of that ship, do they then have to... No, because like, they, they, no, they they're from Egypt. Because they live in the country, so they don't even. So he don't have to stay on the ship. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he could have been like, "Oh, just, just leave, leave it there. there, leave it parked right there." Yeah, leave it right there. <laughs> that's wow. what he going. That's what. The, 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 that's some bullshit, bro, bro, bro. I'm going in there. I'm wow. fucking somebody up, bro. That's the only yeah. time I like office while out. I'm like, I'm fucking the CEO up, bro. I'm, oh I'm, I'm like, I'm fucking somebody up for that shit. Four man. years of my life, no. bro. Man, the compensation got to be real, bro. Know. Like, you got to hit me with like a hundred thousand for every year that I was like Seriously. down, bro. Like, you, you got to hit the, me with some you dope. You very fucking sad, sad cherry on top oh, of the worst I don't Sunday know. I don't know if anybody is, ever had to eat. I don't know if He didn't even get paid. He didn't get paid. Sunday. Well, that, that that was already a given. Yeah, I was like, nobody uh, involved in this situation. That, that's why the situation was created. Yeah. Nobody was getting paid. Right. Damn. Okay? Days before, he got the call from an immigration officer telling him to pack his bags. He learned his grandmother had died. So his mom and his grandma died. Mom and his grandmother died while he was on this ship. And they could got him off any point in time by sending an Egyptian motherfucker to just say I'm the legal guardian and fucking sign the paper for him yep that would yep uh what Q said yeah we well know yo he <laughs> said he will ne Aisha says he will never forgive the people who kept him here while he lost his family one by one <laughs> damn bro I'm not bro like I told you I laugh at bad situations I wasn't laughing because of that but, but no. The, wow. the vessel was owned by a man named Yusuf Ben Sinai. He would have been number one on my list. When reached by phone in Bahrain by journal, Ben Sinad said he isn't the owner but the former commercial manager for a now bankrupt company, Tylos Shipping and Marine Services, whose owners he declined to identify. Number one on my list. Mm -hmm. Oh my tell god. Me, tell this me is the beginning of an action movie. Tell he me got name. off the ship after four years. He tell sharpened me, his skills. Tell me yeah, the name, he tell me the name of the owners. 
Tell me the name of the original owners. Or we gonna assume you own this shit, bro. He gonna yep. smoke everybody. Everybody. Yeah. You sit for you first, <laughs> and then he going whoever whoever signed the paperwork for Tylo shipping and Marine. Yep. They next because he. Yep. He's, He's getting, cause, cause, okay. I think, I this is straight up how the article ends. The only people that don't get it is the crew, and they might get it depending on how they exit it. They might be like, man, you're dumb. You gotta stay here. That guy. I, I might still get them too. Also, the only other staff. person, the only person <laughs> that I wouldn't is the guy who actually signed his physical name to let me off the ship. That part. Four he might years. Get, he, he might get a pass. <laughs> crazy is that? But if he knew about the whole thing four years, like he can't be somebody that was like in the crowd, like watching from the horizon. I'm like, oh, there he go. You know who's that? And then you know, then he yeah. finally come down and meet me. Oh, hey, I'm da da da. I'm just gonna sign for the ship. So I'm like, bro, you. you to do that this whole time. Like, yo, for you. <laughs> but see, that's not even them that freedom. It's the international trade worker. So this is the union that sent somebody to get him. That's what I'm saying. So the owners of the ship still ain't been like, no, they, no, they no. still didn't do nothing what they, they were supposed to do. So like for me, you didn't even get me off the ship. So as soon as I'm off, I'm going straight to him and yeah. doing him. Like, yeah, like, like, like I'm busting in your house beating the shit out of you, all that I'm, I'm, I'm clearly like, this is the only time that I'm letting everybody know my agenda. Like, what are you doing, man, bro? Bro, listen, listen. Be like, I just spent four years on a ship for crimes I didn't commit. For Come not on, even crimes! I know. I'm going, I'm, bro, I'm going, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Like, yo. I can't believe yo. you get Bro, but like, the fucked up thing is like, the nigga's mom died. After the nigga's mom died, bro, they didn't go to the think tank and be like, man, we gotta get this dude off the ship, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody like, like, they won't even think take me. Your grandma died too, bro. I'm fucking so I'm heated. Apparently, I read some other shit about this. This happens quite frequently, not That's necessarily crazy. for this long. Yeah. But these type of situations where boats pull into the port, and then the owner either doesn't have the money or the company goes bankrupt or something like that, and then all the people on the boat don't get paid or have to do whatever to yeah. get off it. Fucking this actually, this situation actually occurs. Pretty often, like like from the stories, there's a lot of stories of, of this type of shit happening. Usually, it's months that they're trapped on the boat, not as years. they're getting their their legal status and diplomatic status worked out. But you don't usually see them up for damn four years. Damn. So even if so, like I said, twenty seventeen. Had he been able, like, was he oh, able to shit. contact his family and like? See if they could help him out, like to get him. Yeah, he contacted everybody he could. They was calling embassies. They was doing everything. And just nobody like, could help him, or at least that's what they was telling him. Nobody could help him because his diplomatic status. It, it was. It was. It, it was a mess. One, you have to deal with his diplomatic status. Okay, he's not an Egyptian. Right. So you got to get whatever documents he needs to make him be legal to enter Egypt. Okay. Then you have to deal with the money. It's $121,000 that has to be paid before they're going to let somebody let go of that ship. Okay, then it's the ship. Once he leaves, this is an empty ship that's just sitting in port. Who's responsible for it? Right. So it's just a huge logistical situation that he just got caught in the middle of. Damn. And it just, it just fucking screwed him. I'm not ever signing for shit. If I ever work a job again, I'm not signing for nobody. That part, I'm like, nah, sorry, bro. I done seen a dude get locked on shit for four years. Four years. Signing years, the wrong that, shit. That was it. Nope. <laughs> so, 
Right now we got the story of a heartless dad who was jailed after faking a DNA test to avoid paying child support for his two sons. Oh my God. Damn, jail, huh? Um, Steve Dixon, 39, cooked up an audacious scheme to shirk his responsibilities as a father. Wow. Um, Dixon talked his friend into taking the DNA test for him by swabbing his mouth before sending it off to the authorities. He also forged the doctor's name on the form. For what? To say that the doctor did the DNA test. Oh. He swabbed his own mouth. No, his friend's mouth. Yeah, he swabbed his friend's mouth and then put the shit in the envelope and said that a doctor witnessed it. Hmm. He then went so far as to accuse his ex-partner's pursuit of monetary contributions for the two boys as tantamount to harassment. Oh my god. Dixon also fabricated a sob story that he had previously been traumatized to find out that he was not the two boys' father and that the DNA test meant that he had to relive it all again. What a motherfucker. So this is six years he's going without paying child support. Wow. Okay? His plan was crumbled after an investigation when the women disputed the test results. So it took them six years to get this dude to take a DNA test. Yeah. Okay? Took the DNA test, faked the fuck out of it. And now these ladies want an investigation into the DNA test. Wait, ladies, like multiple babies? There's two moms? women. Oh. Two women, two little boys. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't. So he just is all around piece of shit. Like, he's just trying to all not take around. care of his kids at all. Okay? So, he appeared in court on Tuesday, and he ended up getting sent to jail for 18 months. He pleaded guilty to three <laughs> counts of making or supplying articles for use in frauds at an earlier hearing. What? Because the DNA test was a fake. So he got charged with that that was the fraud. Okay. Okay. Both claimed Dixon was the father of their sons and were requesting support from him, which led to him being contacted by the service and they sent him the DNA test kit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dixon had his friend swab his mouth. Oh my God. Sent the sample back on the form. He stated that a doctor, John Kissler, had carried out the test, accompanied by Mr. Kissler's signature. And is Doctor Kissler a real person? Um. Doctor Kissler is a real person, but the investigation found out that Doctor Kissler had not completed the <laughs> DNA test with Dixon. Well, <laughs> in a witness okay. statement, the doctor said he had not filled out the form and that the signature on it was not his. Damn. Yeah, so, first of all, why the fuck would you use a real doctor <laughs> if you didn't have his consent? Like, Hey, why wouldn't you use a real doctor? Like, like I can see it from both sides. Because why would you use a real doctor? Like, obviously, they could go talk to that person. However, doctors sign a lot of things a lot of times. Who knows? Maybe they won't actually do the investigation. The chances are high. If they'd use a fake doctor and they Google the fucking doctor's name to try and get in touch. I could be like, damn, he tricked me. (laughs) Damn, he got me. I thought he was a real doctor, y'all. Yeah. 
obviously not a real doctor, then you're gonna. Then that's my excuse. Oh, that's boring. Okay. Oh my god, okay. I didn't know he wasn't. Wait, a real I didn't doctor. know he wasn't a real doctor. Nobody ever told me that. Okay. Or right. give them a real doctor today who's gonna straight up out you as soon as they find out. Like, <laughs> yeah, all they gotta do is call him. Hey, Mr. Kessler, did you sign this form? No, nigga, I didn't sign that shit. What's wrong with you? I guess, I guess, like, then you would still like if you used a fake doctor, they googled it, the doctor didn't exist, they'd be like, uh, not a real doctor. Then. Like, they're still going to make you redo the test because the test is obviously, at that point, null and void. I mean, In theory, right? Like, it should be. Yeah, maybe then yeah. you got to do the test again. But either way, that's a better excuse. <laughs> that's a better way to come up with some it's, shit. That's a good point. Or, here's an even better way. Find a person who's a doctor who's cool with you who will do that yeah, shit. Yeah, just... <laughs> because apparently, okay, the dude whose mouth he swabbed... Was a doctor. Um, well, that's illegal, too, so that dude can go to jail, too. Oh, okay. So they arrested him, too. Oh, shit. And guess what he told the police? What? <laughs> he, stole, he stole his mouth off. I didn't know he was doing that. Um, he said... Wait, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, please, tell us. What was his excuse? Um, oh. He said Dixon asked him to provide the swab so that he could send it to his alcoholic father to try to prove he wasn't his son. So, so he was like was trying to. He was trying to. He was trying to fuck with his dad. Fucking with his dad. So he was like, I thought I was just helping him fuck around with his dad. And he I didn't, didn't know question he the trying. fact that there was two swabs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, apparently, he thought maybe that was the process. You gotta do. You gotta do two. But yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I guess. So. So that dude, that dude, um, well, he still got six months in jail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But Damn. that's a lot, like, that's a lot to get out of doing, like, child support. That's, For real. Like, you gotta really, like, forget, like, judging him personally, like, he's a piece of shit. We all agree that. Yeah. But just, just the levels you have to go to, to one, get somebody and tell them some shit because okay if that's the truth and he told him that then you like you had to lie to somebody to get them to do the test yeah you had to write a fake doctor that you don't even know his name to like pass it like you did all this shit so that you wouldn't have to pay for your kids that's you? fucked <laughs> up like you really want to disown these kids that bad what did the kids do? <laughs> Nothing. That's the problem. That is honestly the root of the problem like, all the way around. It's not even the kids. It's not even the kids. It's he didn't want to fuck with the moms. <coughs> because of whatever reason, they didn't work out. He didn't want to fuck with their moms. They didn't. He didn't want to have anything to do with the moms. And this is six and years. Yeah. Yo, this nigga had the real sob story, okay? Listen to his quote. Oh, this God. pursuit is now affecting my own life. As if it wasn't traumatic enough on both occasions to find out neither of these children were mine at the time when I believed them to be. To now have to relive it all again and even on having it proved by yourselves by DNA that they are not mine to then still being pursued. It is simply not acceptable. Wow. That quote I just read for y'all. Yeah. This is his quote from jail. Oh my God. This is his quote after he got sentenced. Wait, which one? The which dad? Which he's still the saying they not his kids and everybody's lying. He said Holy the dude whose shit. mouth they swabbed, he's a liar. They said the doctor's a liar. 
He, he said all these people is liars. Wow. Dude. Yeah, that's 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 literally. So did they swab his mouth in jail then and fucking resend the DNA test? I hope they do. It doesn't. That's say the only that way to that. like put mm. put a fucking. Death. But oh yeah, he was taken into custody and the DNA sample was taken, which matched that of the two boys. Oh fucking course it did. Well, and the two boys' DNAs matched. That's what made them really yeah. run with the. Because okay, this is a six-year period. All this, which means okay, <laughs> yeah, these girls are pregnant and they're like, "Yo, this is your baby," and he's like, "No, that's not my kid." Okay, and then I, however they met each other, fucking okay, but they got DNA tests for the boys. Yeah. And the boys' DNA match. Yeah. So it's like okay, the boys obviously have the same father. Right. Who's the father? Well, I've only been with this guy. Yeah, I've only been with this guy. But then, so then he gave the fake DNA test. <laughs> they were like, "No, nah, that's not even fucking possible." This is some crazy <laughs> shit. This is some crazy. <laughs> like, yo, he really was getting like you. You got that six-year break. Did you really need to do eighteen months in jail? Like, <laughs> he was crying about eighteen months after six years of a break. Yeah, you had a head start on stacking your money. You should have had yeah. a stupid good defense, whatever they probably came for your ass. Well, I, 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 mean, I mean, you got two little boys. You don't want to be a part of their life. You don't want to, like... Seriously. You know, like, you're really trying to go this far to make the case that they're not even your kids? Like, come on. I think he was trying to make that point to the state. I think that's why the chicks enforced it on him. I think, like... They all knew what was up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He's just trying to make that point to the state. The responsible people that would then just pay the money and do the thing and do the right thing and support and help where they can get penalized because of the shitheads like this that are going to go way out of their way to not do it. Fucking food. That sounds like a good idea. I'm that ready to does. close in on some food too. That's, a, that um, yeah. that's episode 37, damn. 37? Holy yes. cow. Yes, we're getting old. That's a lot of episodes. Um it's been it's definitely been fun getting to this point. Yeah. Indeed. And we just the show is growing, I feel like. I think so. <coughs> um shout out to Muhammad Aisha. Bro. You finally got your ass off that ship. I'm happy for you, man. Me too, me too. I hope that you're making all of the best of your life at this point. What's left of it. Bro, I'm making all the jokes uh, if I ever knew you, bro. I'm like, wanna play Battleship? Well, <laughs> I'm fucking with your ass so tough. Yeah, if I'm fucking with your ass so tough. But it's all love. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, but damn. That's the funniest shit I ever heard. But, yeah, we, but... Like I said, it's Four the end years. of the day. We're getting up out of here. Um, you can catch the Bando on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Listen Notes. We are listed on iHeartRadio. Um, and we just keep getting on more platforms. So, What's the what's the situation with uh, Patreon? Patreon, we're working that out. Okay. We're working that out. All right. To be continued. Yes. Yes. Okay. To be continued. Um, I feel like I don't appreciate you asking me about it. I feel like you put me on the spot. I'm sorry, right my bad. I feel like I haven't said nothing to the fans in a while. <laughs> hey, fans. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. 
Q-Spoke to you directly. To the fans, man. I don't he hasn't broke the third wall. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my bad. He only talks to us. He don't talk to them. That's true. Yeah, but I just wanted to say hi to the fans. So, hello, everybody. Hello. Hi, everybody out there, you know. Peace out. It's the Bando. Trap, trap, trap. Bye. Why do I keep...